Welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And today we're going to be talking about Stranger Things, Season 2, Chapter 6, The Spy. But before we get started, we're going to go ahead and do a Friends Don't Lie. And the first thing you want to say is congratulations to the cast and crew on your awards or your award nominations for the SAG Awards. Yes. Millie was out nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Drama Series. And David was uh, nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor, also nominated for a Golden Globe. The show was also nominated in the action performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series category for the SAG Awards. So let's talk about this. When Noah they- was snubbed. <laughs> <laughs> Noah was snubbed. <laughs> yes. So it's a general consensus that the entire cast and crew of Stranger Things is solid. They're all excellent. On our Instagram page, we kind of posted some questions about this when the nominations came out and you were all like, oh, but Mike was great and, and Lucas was great and Max was great. Totally. But if we had to say that, (laughs) but if we had to say that there were like standouts that you were like, holy cow, that like blew your mind, it would be Millie. I mean, she's consistent, but definitely Noah because he came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of like moments that like with Millie that she didn't already like show us in season one. I mean, she did some really epic moments like her facial reactions with Mike and when she was with her mom and when she was fighting, you know, the final episode. I mean, she's she's solid. I feel like it doesn't faze me because season one was so, I was so like, like struck by the fact that they had kids doing stuff like that. That like hers didn't like this season kind of just like didn't phase me. Yeah. But like, God, Noah, this season, like, he was snubbed. <laughs> well, I think Millie was nominated because she's continually consistent. Like, she's, yeah. I mean, she's a stellar actress. But I do feel like Noah was snubbed a little bit because, you know, he really brought something to the table this time. And it was it was just excellent. And I know so we said good. that before, so you guys know. And obviously, David Harbour is excellent as well. I also feel like, you know, Winona was a little bit snubbed, too. Because in season one, everybody makes fun of her for her Winona face. But in season two, I feel like she really dialed it down. She really... I don't know. Joyce brings something special to the Steve character. Steve was snubbed. I feel like Sean Astin could have been snubbed for a guest role. Excellent. Yeah. I feel like Steve's character development, Joe Keery. Yeah. You know, he didn't. they didn't have those emotional moments like Millie and Noah had that really just like shook you to your core that were like, yeah. wow, those kids have talent. Yeah. You know, Finn was great as Mike, as always. Um, Caleb was great. I feel like Dustin Gayton might have deserved a nomination because yeah. he really stepped out of his shell this season. Yeah, I feel like the way that they're choosing these, I mean, obviously not with Noah, but it's like, since it's a drama they're trying to pick like the people who are the most dramatic because I feel like if this is a comedy like like Gaten would get something and yeah. like uh, Joe would get something but but for sure Noah you deserved an <sighs> award you deserve a nomination he deserved a nomination at the very least at uh, the very least another thing that was funny is we posted a an article sometimes we post articles just to keep you guys up to date but sometimes people that are new to the podcast think that these are our theories that we make up these headlines no and they're like <laughs> you guys don't know anything and so there was one that was saying here's why you should root for Stranger Things the underdog and everybody was like you t- is not an underdog. they were like you two are so stupid and we're like you're we not writing these we're like first of all we didn't write this we're just bringing you the news if it's stranger things related and it's a theory whether it's good or it's bad and it's consistently out there then we bring it to yeah, you to say down. say let's talk about it but um God, these two sisters are so stupid they don't know anything <laughs> about stranger things the reason that they're underdogs is because they are a massive hit show with a that is considered quality television but they're continually not nominated in as many categories as they should be. And yeah. that's why they're saying root for the underdog. The underdog doesn't have to be, like, like I don't know, like, not as popular. Ugh. But we're still, you know, it's still a great show. We're still rooting for them. I just feel like the show is so stellar and the cast is so stellar that they deserve some more. But, you know, 
we're, we hope you win these three categories and we'll definitely be watching. We also want to give some special shout outs to a couple of people. One is Maggie Cole Draws. You guys probably know her from her really cool watercolors that she did of the entire cast from this season or most of the main characters. And she also threw one of Barbin, which was really cute. She's actually painting us a holiday card. So we're very excited to see that, Maggie. Uh, I also want to say another shout out to someone we've thanked on the podcast before, Kyle Canos. <laughs> so Kyle is the best. He loves Stranger Things as much as we do. And he sent me an email the other day, like detailing maps and like aerial explorations of like trying to find different locations. That's so funny. While being very respectful to the show and wanting to make sure that everything was like on public area, that they were done filming there. And it was just really, when I got it, I was like, holy cow, like dedication, Kyle, dedication. Also, Maddie, who plays Keith on Stranger Things. I don't know if you guys watched his live the other day, but he did one. There was about 50 people on it. Oh, and man. And he was really, he was really funny. Maddie got snubbed. <laughs> well, I don't think people, like, really pay attention to his account. Like, they follow him, but it's not... No, you know what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. I was going to say, he's in a new movie, Dakota Fanning. I was watching a, a trailer, and I was like, ah, oh, it's Mighty Cardiopal. I don't... I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like, the kids, they're, like, fit. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. they follow that core, that core I'm five surprised. Group. He has a lot of followers, though. But anyway, on his live, I went ahead and put, typed on, and I was like, hey, Maddie, let be on our podcast. We'll talk about Stranger Things and Keith, or, um, and blogs. Because if you follow his account, he does a lot of posts about blogging, and he was like, I would love to be on your podcast. DM me. So I did DM him, but I think we're going going to his like spam area so he's not getting it so if any of you follow him on instagram it's maddie m-a-t-t-y c-a-r-d-a-r-o-p-l-e tag him in some pictures and say hey you should be on the upside down podcast because he said that he would i tried to find his agent info and i've thus far been unable to but he said i would love to do your podcast so it's just a matter of us figuring out how to get to him mm-hmm. also we're gonna make another plug right now we're at about seven thousand nine hundred followers on instagram Instagram. If you guys could help us get to 10,000, it would mean so much to us. We have a big opportunity coming up, but we need to show that we have a pretty big fan base. So if you could follow us on Instagram or spread the word, we would really appreciate it. I think when we hit 10,000, we'll do something cool. Like maybe we'll send you guys one of our autograph pictures or maybe we'll send you a bulk package. We have a lot of Stranger Things stuff, guys, that is unopened. So that would be wonderful. Also, a lot of you have asked how you can follow us on Twitter. We're not super active on Twitter, but we're starting to be because we want to have a campaign to get David Harbour on the show. Oh, and it seems like that's the only way to reach him. So follow us on Twitter. We are at down underscore pod. And you'll know that it's us because it's got our little Millie logo. So basically, if you go there, we just link to each of our episodes each week. And it's just a way for you to quickly access them and listen to the clips. But we've had a lot of people start reaching out to us via Twitter. So it's like, all right, we're going to try it. But, yeah. you know, we try so many things. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on Pocket Cast, We're on Google Plus. We're on we're Facebook. We're like everywhere. And it just becomes a lot to update and make sure that it stays consistent. But we're doing it, guys. We're doing the Twitter game. So at down underscore pod. And we posted a video of Kilby talking about David Harbour. If you do follow us, go ahead and tag him in it. We really want him to see it. We think he would think it was funny. So that's all that I have for the Friends Don't Lie section at the moment. Tori, do you have anything that you want to add? No. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's get started on The Spy. I have to say, rewatching this episode, I really enjoyed it. I feel like this is one of my favorite episodes. There was a lot going on, which we'll talk about kind of how we always do in an orderly fashion. But, you know, this was Will in the hospital. This is Gaten and Steve oh, or, or Dustin and Steve. Beautiful. You know, this is a Millie-less episode. There's no Millie in this episode at all, which, guys, it's because next week is uh, <laughs> episode seven. Dun, episode dun, dun, is dun. either going to be 
maybe five minutes long or like two hours long of us complaining. I don't know. We're going to try to find some good. We're going to try to see. I don't know. It's going to be hard to come by. (laughs) I'll have to prepare. Okay. So this episode starts off at Hawkins Lab. It's Will. Remember at the end of the last episode, Will was freaking out on the ground? Yeah. And it's because they were, you know, lighting the tentacles. And he has a connection with them, but they don't know that. So right now they're running him through the hospital. And Are they doing the thing now where they're setting the tentacles on fire to see if, like, he reacts? Yeah, that's midway through the episode, but they definitely do that. Um, But he's like, this, 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 again, Noah. Like, but he's, like, flailing and they're like, they rip his gown off and they're just trying to, like, figure out what's wrong with him. And it goes right from that intense moment to Steve and Dustin. Yes. And, and you're you like, You need whoa. a little lightheartedness. <laughs> it was like, whoa. And they're driving in a car and Steve is basically saying to Dustin, like, you know, what are we looking for? It's probably just some little list- lizard. And Steve says, you know, how do you know that this is what you think it is? And Gaten goes, because his face opened up and he ate my cat. <laughs> and Steve does this kind of smirk like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> that, yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. And I love the end of this scene because it's where they do the nice shot from the trunk up and you see Steve and he's grabbing yes. the baseball bat. I feel like the bat is more defined in this season. It's really like you can see the chunky nails or maybe yeah. they just didn't show it as close last season. Yeah. So they go back to the Henderson house because they're looking for Dart and they're trying to figure out. That seems so funny, too, when they go back and they open the doors and Steve's like, man, if you're playing some kind of Halloween trick on me, I'm going to be so mad. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not. And then they Their go down. relationship is so cute. I love it. It's great. The, and, you know, they've been doing a lot of interviews together. Like, they did yeah, the one so, the for Glamour, Glamour magazine. Yes. I didn't watch that one all the way, but I did watch the one that they did. They did a Google. Um, where they answer the questions. Yeah. The, the most searched Google yes. questions. Oh, my God. That was really Those funny. so funny. They're so cute. <laughs> is and Joe Curie fire? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the one... Um, where they had to stare into each other's eyes for, like, four minutes no. or something. It was so weird. They just had to sit there and stare into each other's eyes and not talk. And they were like, I feel like we're a lot closer now. And he said that he was, like, a great scene partner to work with. And he's his favorite person on the show. It was so cute. They're funny. I think that they should do something with them on the Emmys or the Golden Globes or something. Yes. Like, those two should do some kind of... You know how they always have the opening intros? I feel like it should be, like, Dart, Steve, and Dustin doing something. I don't know why it really bothers me when everyone's like, oh, Steve is the mom, and he has children. It's, like, so dumb. I'm sorry. And they gotta, we gotta get it consistent. It, it's, it's Steve, it's Dad Steve, right? Because that's yeah. what Stranger Things calls like, it. No, it's Steve It's Mom, mom. Steve. But it's... I don't know. I I like I I love it. I love yeah, that dynamic. Too. So it goes over to the agents and they're searching through the buyer's house. I guess that you know it's not like it's evil. They're just Will is freaking out and they're yeah. trying to like take pictures and find stuff. And we see Joyce and she's speaking to Doctor Owens and she's talking about she's telling him about the now memories and she's at that. Ugh, it's weird. Talk about those. It's weird because she's at like a long table with all the doctors. And I feel like this was kind of like, this would have been her Golden Globe or her SAG Awards piece where she's like, why can nobody tell me what's wrong with my boy? Yeah. And I was like, oh, Winona, come on. You're good. That scene was very short, though. I feel like that's why, like, it didn't get nominated for anything. Well, I think she definitely deserved it. I think Winona doesn't get nominated because she's Winona Ryder. Like, she's everything. Like, you know, she's so iconic. And they seem to be more focused on, like, who's the breakout star? Like, I don't know. No. People have known for 20, decades, yeah, 20 yeah. years that Winona Ryder is an amazing actress. Okay, so then we go to Nancy and Jonathan, Ugh. and they're I mean, they're yay. they're mailing the duplicates of the tape that they've made, and they're you know they're getting ready. They've they've got all those things, and they're sitting down and they're drinking with Murray, and he starts laughing at them because he he's like, why don't you guys just stay the night? It's so late. You can share the bed, and they're like, no, no, we're not a couple. And he's like, that's the first lie you've told me. So they go to <laughs> they go to their rooms. Ugh. 
And <laughs> to make a long story short, Nancy, Nancy's sitting there and she goes, they do a double take and then they come back. Yeah, Nancy goes, afraid. And Jonathan goes, trust issues. And Nancy says, I don't retreat. And Jonathan says, was- trust issues. <laughs> and then they come out and they kind of talk to each other. So they come out and they're like, I just want you to know he doesn't know us. He doesn't know how we think and feel. And Nancy's like, totes. And so they both go back to their this room. so fake. And then they come back and... The music plays like they're, you know, the, they build to the crescendo and then they start like kissing. Ugh. And I, I, don't know. Ow. I don't know. I you know where we stand. I was like mental check out at that point. I was like, boo. One thing that I do think is interesting is that Nancy is the main, the one of the only characters that has had sex in season one and in season two. Boo. <laughs> Which I guess is sex positive. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I don't know. That's their deal. <laughs> moving, on, moving on. Moving on. Good luck to you, Jancy. Wishing you the best. So, Are we? <laughs> yeah, you guys know how we feel. So Erica, it shoots to Erica, who is Priya Ferguson. You guys, she wants to be on our podcast, and we are so thrilled. We can't even believe it. We were freaking out when she said she wanted to be on the podcast. That's coming soon, so more on that. But Erica is sitting in the room, and she's playing with Lucas's He-Man and her doll, and they're, like, kissing. And she's yes, like, oh, I, I love that. you. No, I love you. And Lucas comes in, and he's like... No, they're not even in the same dimension. And yes. she goes, well, tell your stupid friend to quit calling. Code red, code red. <laughs> that made me laugh pretty hard this time. I was like, uh, before I think Tori and I mentioned that we were like, she's a very 90s kid, but I'm into it. I'm into Erica now. And Lucas figures she's out. She's ahead of her time. <laughs> yeah, she's great. And then Lucas realizes that there's a code red. So he runs to his room and he calls Dustin on the walkie talkie. And I think it's so funny when Dustin picks up the phone and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, where have you been? And I also like when Dustin tells him, bring your binoculars and your wrist rocket. It's oh, like yeah. a, it's a nice little like throwback to but season they know, one. They know that the wrist rocket didn't work. They know that Eleven is the reason the Demogorgon was demolished. I think it's just a sweet throw back to season one, right? Everybody's bringing their weapon. Steve's got the bat. Dustin has his whatever. I feel like, I don't know, I, <laughs> feel, like they're, I feel like they're so smart that that just like, I don't know, that's just like, okay, okay, bring that wrist rocket if that's gonna do anything. I think it was, I don't know, I thought it was okay. I thought it was sweet. Plus, at this, you know, at this moment in time, they don't think it's a Demogorgon, they think it's a baby. They think yeah. it's a baby dart. So, they, that, theoretically, a wrist rocket could take out a baby dart. Not <laughs> baby dart, guys. Ooh, dart! <laughs> Then we go to Hopper, and he is at Hawkins, and he's just been like, you know, they bring him in at the same time as Will, and they're like, they're washing him, they're disinfecting him, because he's been down in the tunnels. Oh, yeah. So they're just like spraying. I wonder if David Harper had to do that, be really sprayed with a hard water hose. Those hurt. Yeah. But he looks like he's been vomiting, and just, he doesn't look his best, and Dr. Owens comes in, and he's like, you know, how, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm feeling great. And he's like, well, let me show you something. And this is where he takes him down, and he really like lets him in on the secret, like, this is what's been happening. Yeah. Which, when you see the scale of it, when you see them going down the elevator, and it, and it goes all the way down and then it shows them the tunnels like how they've been burrowing the tunnels yeah from that drop down how long have they been going down in that elevator that that it like it just seems so massive and expansive yeah it's like at a certain point wouldn't you be like whatever we are doing is not working yeah. because look how he like it's so huge i feel like if they would have dropped down and it would have been the tunnels just the tunnels you would have been like oh man that's you know freaky and we yeah. gotta solve this but when they show the whole expansive of the like whatever that red meshes and it's just so big and, yeah. it, and enveloping all of them it was like wait they probably should have done something else or I'd quit i'd be like i'm sorry 
like, guys, I can't do this anymore. I gotta dip out. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> this is where Hopper sees it, and he's just freaking out, and he's like, why aren't you burning this? Why aren't you doing it? And they say, you know, there's a complication, which is obviously that Will is connected to yeah. the thing. But the thing is, is they just found that out, right? They found yeah. that out at the beginning of this episode, so it still doesn't well, make sense. Maybe it's been progressing really fast, and they just didn't, like, that's show true. us that. Yeah. That's true. It could have gone really quick. Kind of like Dart's progression, how he's, like, yes. a, like within a yeah, couple exactly. days, he's huge. Okay, I buy that. I like that. Because I don't understand, like, the progression of Dart, because Will threw him up, and then it took a full year for him to just be able to, like, move, and hmm. then it, like, randomly sped up. Was it, like, the sugar? <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, it has been a full year. It's been a full year. Are we convinced that he's the one that Will threw up? Because maybe Will threw up some of the other ones, because there's so many. Yeah. But they all seem to be about the same height and age. Yeah. Like, they, none of them seems to be bigger than the other. Yeah. I don't know. That is makes sense. I, I mean, mean, has he been throwing up since then, or did was he just throwing up then, and now he stopped? Oh, I bet he threw up more. That's yeah. a good call. Oh, maybe he threw up a lot, and that's what formed the army. Maybe that's a newer one. I don't know. Hey guys, we want a timeline. Show us Will. Yes. Will slug that yeah. is thrown up, and then give us well, the why, timeline. Why did of what it take so long for it to up. develop? And also, if he threw up at Will's house, Will doesn't live anywhere near Dustin. Yeah, exactly. How well, did it? How did the they live down the street from each other? No, not it's in the not, show. It's not that far. In the show, Lucas, Mike, and Dustin live by each other in the no, rich Lucas area. No, Lucas and Mike n- live by each other. Dustin lives halfway down the road. They're trying to show that, like, Lucas and Mike are rich, Dustin is, like, middle class, and, like, Will is, like, like low class. <laughs> well, yeah, but but Will, even if, if he threw up a slug, it wouldn't make yeah. it to Dustin's garbage can. There know. has to be... I don't know. Let's That's find weird. the genesis of this, guys. We want to hear... Duffer Brothers! We want to <laughs> hear your theory. Send them to us. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard our posts. You've heard what people say. Those two know nothing. <laughs> Those, <laughs> Those two sisters are dumb. They've never even seen Stranger Things. They're so mean. And then we They're have our so people mean. that are so nice. So yes. we love you. Then we go to Joyce and she's talking to Bob about, she's finally like able to tell him. Now that he's in the hospital and he's seen what's up, she's finally able to be like, hey. This is what yeah, went down. <laughs> this is what happened. They made us sign all these releases and their moment is really sweet. And he says, you know, things like this don't happen. And she's like, yeah, now you understand why I lied and why. And he says, Will got lost in the woods. And she says, Yes, and then she's talking to him about how wonderful he's been, and he says, Bob Newby superhero. Aww. And I love it. There's a Bob Newby superhero shirt out there, and it's Aww, so great. Cute. I want one. Guys, send me some Bob. Send so me many. some stuff. <laughs> they, you know, the, the, after that conversation, they go into the room, they go to check on Will, and Will doesn't recognize Bob. He's like, who are you? Yeah, I didn't like that. That was my first, like, like red flag. I was like, ooh. Ooh, something's happening. He does a good job. No one yeah. does a good job. Tag awards. No, Golden, snubbed. <laughs> Golden Globes. <laughs> He'll get something. Please. But it goes very quickly. It goes into that and he basically doesn't recognize them. And then it goes right back to Murray and Nancy and Jonathan. They're eating breakfast and wow. Murray is eating eggs. My favorite, my favorite line of the series. <laughs> my least favorite line. And Murray is eating the eggs. And as he's talking to them, he drops one of the eggs. And I was wondering... You guys probably know. I didn't look it up, but do you think that was an accident? Like, he was supposed to be eating eggs and one of them drops, and he goes, oops. It was really funny. I don't know if you... Okay. Not funny. When I was watching, I was like, what? Well, I thought it was <laughs> funny, and then Tori thinks what's funny that I think is totally stupid <laughs> is when Murray says to Jonathan, how was the full out? <laughs> hard eye roll. That's a good one. That's no. a good one. It was a good one because I didn't expect it. It's because they were just talking, and then Jonathan spat out his food or his drink or whatever. Yeah, Murray, you know, if you think about it, Murray is an adult man. He's, like, what, at least That's 45. That's funny, because it's super weird. Maybe he's 50, and he's talking to, like, two 17-year-olds. Yes. And he's like, hey, have sex on my couch, Yes, teenagers. That's, why, that's why it's funny, because it's super strange. Like, why would he say that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. And then, you know, Nancy finally 
finally decides to call her mom and check in and her mom's like how's everything going and she's like we're just having some girl time and it's like for like three days you haven't been to school (laughs) yeah that's what i'm confused about her mom's not just like like worried i don't know it's the 80s uh then we show lucas and lucas is you know he's finally heading over with dustin and steve so he decides that he's gonna stop by max's house because he's got proof lou max Lou Max, Lou Max. This is where it all starts. Lou Max. Yes. I'm a little, eh. I don't no, like I love <laughs> Lucas and Max. They're my favorite. They're so cute. But so he goes, and I love this scene. I don't know why. Billy is the worst, but he is the best. I love it's Billy. like Billy, and he's like lifting weights. He's smoking cigarettes. Yes. He's listening to 80s hair bands. He's, he's listening to Rat, and I love that yes. song. Yeah. Round and round. And it's so funny. And then he gets up, and he's like, let me chug some beer after that oh, smoking so and working good. out. It is. It's so good. He, they capture it. He He's such a great actor. I that's I think that's why I don't hate him. Like I mean, like he, of course, like I don't like stuff that he does, and that he's well, definitely it, probably racist. It's um, it, it's interesting because we posted something about two weeks ago. I don't know that timeline could be off. And someone's theory was, do you think that Billy is gay? And I was like, oh, that's interesting because that's something we discussed wondering on the podcast. We weren't like, yes, he is. No, he isn't. We were like, maybe. And we posted it, and people lost their shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> people were like, you two, how do you guys not know this? That- sisters have never even seen Stranger Things. <laughs> well, people were like, you know, it's obvious that he has an abusive dad and that's why he's taking it on a max and the family was divorced and we were like, totally, we see that. But also, also you know, Joe Keery did an interview and he was saying that he thought the scene with he and Belly was sexualized and he was like, I don't think the Duffers meant it that way, but that's how I saw it. So we were just like, there is some validity to that yeah. theory and that's what we do. We explore the theories. But we have a friend who's a friend of the podcast. His name is Joe Porco and he actually sent us in a question because one of the things contemplated in that thread was is Billy redeemable for season three and you know where we left off on season three we're not sure what what's going to happen with Billy and how do we think he would be reintroduced to us when season three starts so here's the question hello upside down podcast my name is Joe Porco and I'm very excited to see how season three further develops the character of Billy I think with his unchecked aggression spilling out onto Steve spilling out onto Max I think he's headed down a path that is ultimately going to end him in jail. Whether it's a fight with his dad that goes too far, or maybe Hopper catches him driving drunk, I think a very cool way to reintroduce him in Season 3 would be an older Max picking him up from prison, similar to Elwood picking up Juliet Jake at the beginning of the Blues Brothers and see where that leads him. Whether jail made it worse and now he is even bigger of a bad guy, or maybe it's a positive change for him and he can become a party member. Maybe whereas Max became a Zoomer, maybe he becomes their berserker. I would love to hear what you guys think and thank you. Cool, Joe, thank you so much for that question. He DM'd me that and I asked him if he would send it in and it's a great theory. I like your first name. We, you know, we noticed that, oh yeah, Joe. <laughs> Joe, we like that the Duffer Brothers do a lot of things behind the scenes that they don't tell you about. You just know that they've happened, right? So like, like Steve and Nancy getting back together, you don't know what happened. You just know that they ended up back together. Like, Although that was a terrible example because we actually do want to know what happened. Like, yeah. why did they end up together? Kind of just, like, allude to it. I don't know how they're going to bring Billy back in season three. I hope... He's not gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, like, his reintroduction. Yeah. How's he going to be reintroduced? Like, the way that they end it, which we're not to that episode maybe yet. Maybe he'll be, like... Maybe he'll be like- 
Max is, like, cute older brother, and he'll just be, like, taking her to school, and, like, no, I doubt it. Um. Well, we had a couple, lot of different theories. One, you know, is he redeemable? Maybe he goes, you know, to jail. Maybe something bad happens to him, and he comes back out, and he's learned some lessons. Although or he I, hasn't. Although I don't think that's going to happen, because you can't have, like, a bad guy like Steve, and then ha- turn him into the best, and then take Billy. The exact same thing. And turn yeah. him into the best. I think what's more the likely... The brothers are too smart to do that. And they don't want to have... I don't think that they want to have a character that you hate like all the way through the series so i think what's probably gonna happen is well, i mean they, they made him like i mean they people still like hate him but they kind of they had the scene with his dad so you kind of like know where it's coming from right but like so they're showing redeemable like qualities or like the reason that he's doing things like that um so you don't hate him like all the way through but i get what you're saying i think what will probably happen is he'll get badder in season three i agree <clears throat> i think it will get badder like meaner mm-hmm. i think he'll do more terrible stuff and then i think like, he'll be a spy, or he'll just, like, for Hawkins or yeah. something. But I think, ultimately, the way that they'll get him off the show, whenever that time comes, is he'll save Max. I think he'll sacrifice himself for Max. Yeah. Like, maybe, you know, we're in two seasons down the line in season five, and there's a million Demogorgons, and he just saves Max so that she can live. I think that they'll do something redeemable for him, but at this point right now, you know, I think the Duffers just want him to be a baddie. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I love his character. Like, when he's on the screen, he's got, like, like... He's something dynamic about, like, his performance. He's really funny. Um, yeah. When he was lifting those weights, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I know. It was really funny. But I love when uh, Max goes to the door and she talks to Lucas and she leaves and he's like, who's that? And she's like, Mormons. Talking to Mormons. Yeah. And then, you know, she's brave because her brother is a psycho, but she still, like, goes and she pops out the yeah. window and she gets on Lucas's bike and they ride off together. And I love it when she calls him stalker. It's so cute. She's like, this better be good stalker. Lumax! <laughs> so, so cute. Why don't you like Lumax? I don't not like Lumax. I'm kind of just, like... Is I'm it because like of in- Dustin? Is it because no. Dustin likes her? Kind of. I'm, like, indifferent. I feel like that's, like, a bad... Like, I mean, like, Lucas knows that Dustin liked her, and it makes me sad. Like, if I had a friend, and I liked a boy, and then she also liked a boy, and she started going out with him, I'd be pissed. But you can't do that, because that's... The heart wants what the heart wants, and it's not like... (laughs) They're 13, Ashley! (laughs) I'm just saying! It's not like Dustin had a relationship with her... Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I don't know, you but that's can't. mean because, like, they both. So if you, so if you're, so if your well, friend, well, Dustin didn't seem hurt by it. So let I me don't ask know. you. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. You and your friend both meet Joe Keery. He's single in this scenario. You both like Joe Keery. He's only interested in you. Do you not date Joe Keery? I 100 percent do. Sorry, but, friend. <laughs> right. So that's what it is. Is Unless like she, I don't you know. can't you can't not date someone because your friend likes them too. Yeah. Now, if your friend dated Joe Keery and then you dated Joe Keery, that's yes. where it gets icky. But uh-huh. in this, you know, I like it. I like Lumax and Dustin's awesome. I think something wonderful will happen for him soon so you know lucas is like i've got proof max jumps on his bike they go back you know wherever they're heading i guess to the rendezvous with steven and dustin dr owens it goes back to dr owens he's examining will he's highlighting his memory loss and he says you know this is where will gets creepy af he says you shouldn't have done that creepy af it upset him yeah because he's so creepy like his eyes like his eyes are starting yeah. to get black oh yeah that's what i'm I trying love. not to curse as much because we have smaller kids that's who are listening what i to the love podcast. about the show is it i can't remember if it's brown to blue or blue to brown but his eyes change blue color to, blue to brown and they, yeah. they go brown to black yeah and like that those was giant so people so cool i didn't notice that i saw it on somebody's thing i noticed that there was something different but my brain kind of just like didn't get it but um but somebody posted it they were like i love how 
like throughout the season like his eyes get dark i was like what that's sick yeah this is where you start seeing them get dark and he's like it upset him and you're like whoa that is freaky and again they go back right into something funny it's steve and dustin and they're walking down those railroad tracks and they're throwing the meat the ones we went to Oh yeah, yeah, we went there and it was really fun. And that's a those that place where they filmed those railroad tracks is at Stone Mountain, Georgia. And that mount that place is massive, huge. guys. It's huge. The railroad tracks You'll go never find it. all around the mountains. It's huge. And it's funny because we posted a picture and like it's a different time of year. So You're not there. So there's more leaves. This is fake. This is photoshopped. <laughs> and it's funny because we had some people arguing with us and we we're like, look, it's, I mean, we if you live in the area, you it's a pretty famous spot, so people are familiar with it. But so there's they're walking down those tracks and they're throwing the chunks of meat, which is like, where they get those giant chunks of meat? No I idea. guess they just went to like the store or something. And Steve is talking to him about like catching dart and what it's like, you know, this is where he gives him love advice. And he's talking about meeting girls and and he's talking to him about sexual electricity, which, yeah. which made me laugh. And then he gives him, you know, this is where he gives him the Farrah Fawcett um, hair tip. I like that. I thought that was really sweet too because Dustin seems like he's really like listening to Steve and taking him in as an older brother, which a lot of people had theories about that maybe Dustin doesn't have a dad and that's why he connected with Steve so greatly. I'm kind of hoping Dustin does have a dad because I think that would be a neat aspect. They could cast someone really cool to come in season three and be his dad, whether he, like they're married or divorced or whatever. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Let's see. Show oh. Dustin with a wig. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have been a great dad. Then we go to Hopper and he He's kind of taking a break. He's wrapped in a blanket and he's outside of his truck. This is a good dramatic moment for David Harbour. I think this would be a nice scene for either the SAG or the Golden Globes where he's kind of like crying in the truck and he's mm-hmm. it's, he's wearing his daughter's bracelet and he's talking to Eleven telling her like, I'm not mad. I'm just sorry. It's really it's she didn't even hear it. It's sweet. Not yet. Then it goes to the scientists, and they're all in a room, and it's very, like, sterile, and they're trying to figure out what they should do with Will, because they're like, we got this giant, massive, weird thing growing under us with evil alien demodogs. But also, we can't really do, do anything. Do they know about the demodogs yet? Not they know the They know that there's something down there building yeah. the holes and they, the tentacles. And they know that when they burn them, it affects Will. Yeah. And so the scientists are essentially like, look, this kid or us. And they're trying to just like, whatever. But Dr. Owens is being really cool because he's like, no, we got it. Let's try to figure it out before we just murder like a 13 year old kid. Yeah. Which might or may or may not even help us because that situation is so crazy. Yeah. And then I think this is one of my favorite scenes of this whole series is when Steve, Lucas, Mac, and Dustin, they all meet up at the bus field and they're arguing yes. and they're like, they're planning and they have that cool montage where they play like, I don't know if it is the cure or if it's just supposed to sound like the cure, but Lucas and Dustin are like fighting and cause Dustin's like, why did you tell Max? Why did you tell her? And, and, uh, Steve comes over and he's like, Hey, the only one helping me is this random girl. And I, and maybe <laughs> I love that. I thought it was so funny. I like laughed for like a solid two minutes. I had to pause the episode because I missed some stuff after that. Joe Carey really bringing it this season. Then we go to Jonathan and Nancy. They're finally back from their three-day mission. None of their parents care where they are. <laughs> has it, how long has it actually been? That's what I'm confused about because the well, way she that the skips, episodes... She skips, they go to school and they skip one a half day, right? Yeah. And then the next day they're gone as well because Tommy says to Steve, oh, you didn't know they left and they didn't come back. And was then that, Was that not at the end of that day? No, because they missed a whole day the next day. Like they left yesterday and they never came back today, right? And then... There had to... I feel like it was two days. It was at the end of the day. Maybe? I don't know. I thought he was saying... I don't remember. We'd have to go back. But I thought he was saying, like, they left and they never came back as in... 
today. They never came back today. No, I think that they're Because saying, she'd already been in school, like, most of the day. Who cares? It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it's probably... <laughs> two to three days. I would say two days is probably fine. I feel like three days is, like... But then it's like, where does Murray live? They had to make a drive out to Murray. Yeah. And they definitely spent the night. And they spent the night twice. They spent the night in the hotel. And they spent the night at Murray's house. Oh, yeah. So it had to almost have been three days. Wow. But they're basically at the buyer's house and they discover all of Will's drawings Ugh. and they're like what the hell what and I'm like Jonathan calm down like You've remember remember last lights. year with the lights yeah <laughs> and Nancy too Nancy's like what is going on I, I think that right here could have called for a like yeah, Nancy you fought a demogorgon it could have been like a callback to like oh man it's just like the lights or something I don't yeah. know but then we go to the cool scene of the kids prepping and it's also mixed with people prepping for Hawkins lab because Will is talking to Mike and he says hey I think I know how to how to, what does he say? How to trap them or how to catch them? I don't know, but he catch them. them out. So we go to the kids and they're doing like a montage and they're getting ready for the demo dogs. And at the same time, the folks at Hawkins Lab are getting ready to do Will's plan. They're trying to, Will is like, I know where the guy is. Send these people down and we can figure it out, right? Faking them out. So the demo dogs show up at the bus field. Steve is pretty yes, rad. Steve is oh. pretty rad. He gets out and he's just like, I'm going to do this. Oh, but well, we're skipping over a really great part. While they're waiting for the demo dogs to show up, Lucas and Max climb to the roof and Dustin's being being sad and he's like well why don't you just get out of here max and she climbs to the roof and steve's like that's right man sure you don't care and he's like i don't care and then steve winks at him he's like stop winking at me (laughs) i love that scene i didn't notice steve winking before because it was so dark when i watched it but then lucas and max have their really sweet heart to heart on the roof lou max forever guys i love it max tells him about like leaving california and how billy is so mean to her and he's like no you're awesome you're so cool you're so smart you're totally tubular you're nothing like your brother okay You're cool and different. You're super smart. And you're like totally tubular. (laughs) Nobody actually says that, you know? Well, I do now. And it makes you seem really cool. I like talking with you, Mad Max. I like talking with you, stalker. And it's really sweet. I like how they... Come on. (laughs) What is wrong with you? If it was Steve, you would be like, that's the most romantic thing I've ever seen. No, I don't know. I'm just very... I was just waiting for Eleven and Mike to happen all season, so I'm very just like, meh. Well, I liked it. I think they were sweet. And then... It's sweet. Then they see the uh, demodorg... Demagog... Demodog. <laughs> Demodog coming, and he's not coming, he's not taking the bait, so he's not taking the meat, so Steve jumps out of the car, or jumps out of the bus, and he's, like, standing there, like, come on, I promise you, people taste better than cats, and it shows up, and it, you know, then they realize that there's, like a there's multiple, them, yeah. yeah, there's, like, two or three, and he also looks bigger, he looks a lot bigger than when we saw him. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. Which I don't understand, like, why are they evolving so fast? Past. I don't know. We need a Demogorgon, Demodog progression chart. Yes. Somebody out there is making one. I guarantee it. Yes. <laughs> we just need to find it. And, you know, he, he beats a couple off and then he runs and he jumps back in the bus and they all just basically vanish. And they're like, you did it, Steve. They're leaving. And he's like, no, they're going somewhere. And this is where you realize I love this scene so much where... Will is, like, laying in the bed, and he's freaking out, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. They made me do it. I told you it upset him, and Mike is like, what? And then Mike, it just dawns over his face, and he's like, the spy, the spy, and he goes running, and he's trying to, you know what? And it's like Bob catches him, and the guards block him, and what yeah. I don't understand is, like, at this point, if you were the people at Hawkins Lab, wouldn't you listen to these kids? Like, yeah. these kids know what's up. They've been involved in everything. I know you're doing a mission, but if you had one of the main kids who 
has been involved and they're like the spy the spy it's a trap it's a trap wouldn't you be like wait what what yeah but they're not even like they don't even show like they're listening it's just like bob grabbing him holding him back and the guards blocking him i mean maybe it was just shot that way and maybe bob really was what what are you saying and we yeah. just couldn't see that and then you know they all get taken out and you realize that that will is basically being run by is it the mind flayer that we're yeah. thinking at this point? And it goes to Hopper, and Hopper is standing in that weird little boxy see-through room where they kind of... And the demodogs start to come up. And they start to come up. Oh, because and Will the says, they'll be here soon. They'll be Ugh, here soon. So I love the episode. I When I watched it the first time, I loved when Mike, fig- like, when it, when it dawned on him and it grew, came across his face and yeah. he went running. This and eight... I mean, also, like, nine. But this and eight are my favorite episodes. They're all solid, but I feel like this is the one where I was, like, heavily invested. Yeah. And then when I watched episode seven. So, ugh. <laughs> Can we just skip episode seven? No, we you have to watch episode seven. You know what happens seven. because you watched it and you had to endure the pain. Before we... Okay, so before... That's how episode six ended. But before we go into episode seven, which we'll do next week, here's what I'll say. Will Tori be as here? A, we'll find out. <laughs> as a, here's a, as a promo. I think that episode seven has a couple of good moments. I think the reason that it had such an initial bad reaction from the fans is because this episode has such a buildup and you're so excited and it closes and Will's like, they're coming. And then they honestly, pop up and then you don't get to see it honestly, for the next hour. Honestly, you could just skip episode seven because episode the end of episode six is the beginning of episode eight. So... If you've never seen Stranger Things and you don't want to watch episode seven, don't do it. Don't waste your time. Well, I think that if if episode seven, and we should save this till next week, but I think if episode seven was a standalone, it would be pretty interesting. But for me, I think it was like a halt. Or if it was like... It would have been cool if the, the Duffer Brothers had done it where it was the eight episodes like they had last season. And then there was like a bonus episode. Like, this is what happened in between Millie leaving, or not Millie, in between Eleven coming back and then yeah. Eleven going to see Mike at the beginning of episode eight. And I get what they were doing. There's obviously like a loop scenario, right? From Star Wars. Like, Millie is off on her own. She has to find her powers. Yeah. And there, especially that scene at the train field. Weird. Welcome to episode seven, guys. <laughs> and like, and like Welcome she's... Welcome to episode seven. You know, and she's with eight and... Well, we'll get into this next week. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's obviously what they were doing. They're trying to show you a journey in Eleven's, like, Eleven's journey. But I think the reason that you had such a bad reaction is because Stranger Things is such a bingeable show and, because you want to know yeah. what's happening next. So and this episode ends on a, like, I want to know what's I'll happening. T- I'll talk about this And ne- then you don't. Yeah, so I'll like, talk about this next episode, but I've been watching a lot of videos about why, um... I'm reading a lot of articles about why episodes episode seven sucked so bad. It's because none of the characters are th- thoroughly developed, and they're all just very like face value boring characters. But we'll get into that next time. Yeah, and I'd have to say, just like as a preface, I don't know that I think that it sucked on its own. If it was like its own, yes. if I saw that episode before I'd seen anything else, I'd be like solid. And rewatching it, I have seen some moments in it that I'm like, I like those moments. Yeah. But do I feel it was necessary to this series? Yeah. There's a lot of there's also a lot of plot holes Not really. in that episode, which we will get into next time because I've been reading a lot of articles because it made me <laughs> so angry that I actually had to do research. What? I know. I usually do the research, guys, and Tori just brings I was like, the I love Jokiri. Full energy. But yeah, that was this episode, and we're excited to get to seven. We are 
fingers crossed we're gonna talk to Priya. I don't even know how that's a possibility that we're gonna get to talk to Priya. It's so exciting but for it us. Is. It's so exciting. Like it's just really wonderful. We also have the support. I know we've mentioned them a few times, but just if anyone's listening, we have the full support of Kat and her husband, and they just support us so much. They're like film people that are really into film and supporting actors in the community. And we couldn't do a lot of the things that we do without their support. So thank you everyone in Atlanta and the film community and like every one of you that listens that continually follows us and even the people that argue with us on Instagram like because you're making us popular (laughs) no but like the people even the people that argue with us it's nice because it's like they care I think it's it's a nice community like we're very interested in the show you know and it's it's a nice it's a nice dynamic that there's passionate people who want to like actually talk with us and just so you know like when we post those we post anything that's a Stranger Things theory because that's what we're here for like we're talking about the show we're talking about what they do and it's funny when I'll say like David Harbour said that Stranger Things might not film until April 2019 based on an interview with his words and people are like nope February and it's like I don't know. Like, Someone, I was I'm just telling you what David Harbour said. I read I don't all know. these articles where, like, they're talking about it. And then my friends at school will be like, no, they're filming right now. I saw them down the street. I'm like, you 100% did not. And also, I know way more about Stranger Things than you. Yeah, it's not. Are you, are you, wait, are you the Upside Down podcast? <laughs> well, it's just, you know, it's not worth arguing over. Yeah. Like, none of us know. We don't know when they're filming. Like, production crews are consistently like setting up and getting prepared and it's like you know Millie's told someone March and David told someone April it's we don't you know we don't know we won't know until we know until it's official until they're out there so it's not really like worth fighting about as long as they're filming and as long as we get an epic season three season four season five in 2019 you know what whatever like it takes a long time to create a good show I'll be 19 well, think about the kids. Oh, my God. I read an like article that 17. the Duffers said, and this could be totally fake, so guys, don't lose your shit, but that the Duffers said there might be a makeout scene with Mike and Eleven. No! I was like, I don't know if I can handle that. It's too Ew, much. Ew, that's so ugly. I hate that so much. Duffer Brothers, don't do it. Well, just because... Oh, my God, that's so ugly. Because they're, what, like, 15 and 13 now? I don't like that. I know. I He's don't about know. to turn 15 in a couple days. Happy birthday, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to turn 15. Seriously, happy birthday. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's and great. she just turned 13. Right, but it's like another two Don't years. Don't do that. Don't you dare, Duffer Brothers. You, will lo- you, won't, you won't lose me. I'll just have to... I'm sure it'll be very PG. No like, way. No way their parents are just going to let them make out. I don't know. Nancy's no, had sex twice. <laughs> well, twice on camera. No, no, no. I don't mean their parents. Like, I mean their real life parents. Yeah. Like I don't a, know, Finn's dad's probably... Yeah. They've got solid families, and I don't Strange. think the Duffers would do anything. Because you remember there was that big controversy where Max um, or Sadie Sink was talking about kissing Caleb and how it was their first kiss and how it was kind of nerve-wracking for them. And someone came out and wrote an article that was like, how dare you make this actress do this? She clearly was uncomfortable. And Sadie had to come out and say, look, like... We're actors. Yeah. They, I wouldn't do anything if I didn't feel comfortable. And the Duffer brothers care about us. Like yeah. they're not trying to like you know they're they're thoughtful, considerate people who make like a thoughtful, considerate show. I, yeah. I think if anything like that happens, it's not going to be without warrant, and I'm sure it would be done very peacefully and clean. Yeah. I mean, look at that sex scene with Jonathan and Nancy. Nancy's out and like. I swear my grandmother had that night. <laughs> like so, I think it'll be totally fine and sweet and whatever. But. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, if you are a fan of Steve Harrington, you should try to get tickets to see him at CollectiveCon in Jacksonville, Florida, May 
No. March 23rd, 24th, 25th, but he's only going to be there the 24th and the 25th. If you want to see us, we're probably going to only be there Sunday, but we might be there Saturday. But they said that tickets for him are selling fast. They've released 200 photo ops with him for Saturday and 200 photo ops with him for Sunday. And the prices are reasonable, guys. It's 40 bucks. And that is like real low price. So go meet Steve Harrington, Joe Keery, and come say hi to us. And I don't know. I don't have anything else that I want to say. Tori, what do you want to say? Not wet. Damp. Steve Harrington <laughs> hair. You get it? Yes. You get it? Bob Newby, superhero. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.